So you're thinking about connecting with or hiring a sales coach because you want to get better results. You want to sell more. You want to make more money. You want to have more free time. You want to get better clients. It doesn't matter if you're a sales representative selling products or you're a professional like an attorney or a CPA, a financial advisor, a realtor, an architect, an engineer, a consultant, a professional speaker, or you're a coach yourself, you wanna connect with someone, you wanna work with someone who's going to help you grow your business. So you wanna know how you can get the most out of the sales coaching process. I've got that for you today on this episode of The Inside BS Show. Hi, it's Dave Lorenzo. This is the Inside BS Show. Today, we're talking about how you can get the most out of a relationship with a sales coach. So let's take a look at my seven tips to getting the most out of a relationship with a sales coach. It's a sales coaching call client checklist. Tip number one when it comes to coaching and getting the most out of sales coaching is have an open mind. Everyone wants the same result. Everyone wants you to be successful. You want to be successful. The sales coach wants you to be successful. So go into the relationship with an open mind and go into every call with the sales coach with an open mind. I work with a lot of professionals and these professionals are successful because I help people go from good to great. And I tell them to do things. I recommend that they do things. And they say to me, well, I've never done that before and I'm not interested in doing it now. That's not someone who's coachable. You need to go in to each interaction with an open mind and whatever the coach tells you to do, try it. And don't just try it once. Try it the way the coach tells you to execute it and then try it three times before you go back to the coach and tell him or her that it doesn't work. So point number one on the checklist for productive sales coaching calls is go into every call with an open mind. Number two, send an agenda in advance. If you have something you want to accomplish on the call, send your agenda to your coach in advance. Make sure your coach knows what you want to talk about because he or she probably has a call planned and they probably have specific ideas for what they want to talk about on the call. So if you send your agenda in advance, they can restructure the call to meet your goals. The coach works for you. They're your partner in success. But if you've got a big meeting coming up and you want specifics from the coach on how you can handle that meeting, let the coach know before the call by sending that agenda in advance. Point number three, accept responsibility and accountability for your actions. Only you can have the impact on your life, the desired impact that you're looking to achieve. So the coach will help you with ideas, the coach will help you with processes, the coach will help you with systems, but you have to accept responsibility for the outcome. Too often, I see coaching clients, my clients and people who are working with other coaches, I see clients who are not getting the results they want and they blame it on the coach. Well. If you think about the sports analogy, which too many coaches use and they just beat the hell out of, it's particularly apropos for this point. The coach can't play the game. The player plays the game. The coach removes all the barriers to success. The coach brings out the best in the player. The coach encourages the player to soar with his or her strengths. 
but you got to go on the field and play the game. So accept responsibility, hold yourself accountable for the actions you'll take to get the results you want. The fourth point on our checklist is say what you feel and think. No passive aggressive behavior. Coaches should not tolerate passive aggressive behavior. And when you're coaching people in sales, specifically sales coaching is about communication. If you're a person being coached, you have to give feedback to your coach so that they know which ideas are most resonant with you, which ideas are going to be most productive, and which ideas you're going to put into practice immediately. Say what you think, say what you feel, be open, don't be passive aggressive. I challenge passive aggressive behavior whenever I see it. You should be very direct with your coach. The fifth point on our coaching checklist is ask good questions. Look for clarification both on ideas and on timing and on execution. Always ask. If you leave a question unasked, you're leaving money on the table. Why? Because the question you didn't ask, you were embarrassed to ask, the question you were ashamed to ask, is exactly the question that's going to help you get the next deal you're trying to get. It's going to help you nail down that next big client. Ask good questions. Make sure you understand everything there is to know about your process, everything there is to know about the coach's advice to you. Number six, recap any homework the coach is going to give you. If the coach gives you homework, say the homework back to the coach. Recap everything the coach has asked you to do. Make sure you understand it and then go do the homework. Homework is essential. Why is homework essential? Well, it's essential because that's how you learn. That's how you grow. And while you're in the relationship with the coach, if you're doing the homework and things aren't working out, you can go back to the coach and say, hey, listen, I tried this. It didn't work. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. Give me some feedback. Always review and recap your homework with your coach before you execute it, during the execution process, and afterward. Do an after-action review on your homework. Final point, number seven on the checklist, end on a positive note. Every call you have with your coach should end on a positive note. Every call should end with you saying to the coach, thank you, and with the coach giving you some uplifting, motivational advice. Always end the call on a positive note. If your coach is not the type of person to end on a positive, you make it positive. You end the call on a positive note because what you take away, the attitude, the feelings, is going to inform your behavior and it's going to lead to the activity, the actions you take to make sure you get the results you'd like to see from your coaching relationship. These are the seven steps to a positive coaching sales call, positive sales coaching call. <laughs> I want you to follow this checklist for every call, every single call. Follow this checklist. You'll get the results you want. And then you will have the life you dreamed of. My name is Dave Lorenzo. This is the Inside BS Show. I'm here every day with a new sales tip for you. Join me on YouTube for these sales tips every stinking day. Also, join me on YouTube or join me on the podcast for the Inside BS Podcast. You can find me wherever you get your podcasts. Until tomorrow, here's hoping you make a great living and live a great life.